ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, lax rats alike. Welcome back to another episode of the Crease Dive. Today is Friday, August 12th, and Lyle Thompson better demand a trade right away because what these guys are doing to this poor man, it should be illegal. I'm Jordy from Barstool. With me, as always, we've got Dukes on the mic. Dukes, the boys are heading to Utah this week we've got these final two weekends left of the regular season things are wrapping up most of the playoff spots already locked up how we feeling heading into utah feeling good um you know a lot of people might be pointing out what well, well, players are from utah baba fairman's from utah cannons need to win this weekend so i'm getting amped up about it it's playoffs or what two weeks away we got two more weeks till playoffs um uh, season you blink and it's over um, I feel like the like the NCAA season feels like it's like dragged out way more than the uh, PLL, but yeah, I'm excited excited to be going to uh, Salt Lake City. Are they playing where they were for the bubble? Uh, yes, Zion's Bank Stadium. Who could forget Zion's Bank Stadium? Um, uh, just one of my Mac favorite. Odette, Mac Audet's not forgetting it. <laughs> no, he's yeah, he's no. certainly not. No, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited for lacrosse. Lot of, what so now we have water dogs, archers, both also clinched playoff berths. We, we skipped last week because we both had personal shit going on, but picking it up where we left off. Water yeah, I dogs mean, water in. dogs and archers are in. Uh, looks like I mean, just those final three teams going right now, fighting for two spots. So, Redwoods, I mean, Redwoods are three and five, like they're basically in. Like, I guess it's just like comes down to the math part of it right now, but like that's. Most likely a, just a formality before that they have clinched their spot uh, since, you know, the cannons are sitting there at one and seven with a goal differential of minus 25. So like, unless the cannons come out and like just shit pump teams, their next two games and the Redwoods get the revert, like get shit pumped um, Redwoods are in and then yeah, chaos and cannons fighting for that final spot. I'll tell you what, I cannot believe that the can we you and I the last I, I believe it was our last podcast we both said all right we're we're gonna get on the chaos train yeah and 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 we're gonna you know we're we're gonna believe in these guys so that when the time comes that they get into the playoffs they can't say no what everybody doubts us no one believes in us we said that we were gonna be Stop. we were gonna believe in them what what do they go out there and do drop a deuce in Denver in the big D. Got a big douche dropped on them. Jordy, stop. Stop. You're playing right into their hand. You're you're already falling for it. You're like, I can see us in two weeks. You're going to be like, oh, they haven't won a game since they got in because of the score differential against the Cannons. And then all of a sudden, they're going to go to the championship game, and you're going to be like, well, we didn't fucking expect I, this. I swear. And also, if we're going back to two weeks ago, Dane Smith, what he's doing, I, I'm saying it. I'm, I said I said it like, like a little loud, but I'm going to say it louder. He's the best midfielder in the game right now, at least passing wise. Like we talked about Shriver being like, like I know Joe Keegs like Triberian, he has these like fantastic passes. Yeah, like he's got he's got the little uh, the little French onion on it. I don't even know if that's like you know what I mean, little Shakespearean on his passes and Shriver. But like Dave Smith just finds the open guy. Played like three less games already. Like he's like the lead league. Lead, whoa, that's a lot of L's. That's a lot of L's. League lead, yeah. League leaders, league leaders and assists. So yeah. Um, I'm love what Dane Smith is. We know what he is, but like, yeah, like, I mean, we, we knew what this league was. It's competitive as shit. You don't know what's going to happen every single week. You saw what Eddie Glazer thought. He's like, if you thought this Cannons Redwoods game is going to be a blowout, then like, you don't know this league. You haven't watched this league. And I, but like, okay, so yes and no. It eventually you have to be back against the wall. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe because they know that seven out of the eight teams get into the playoffs. They're not going to be back against the wall until, um, until the playoffs actually roll around. But like you would think, I don't know. Cause that, that game last week was, it was, it was tight the whole way through until the fourth quarter. So, um, you know, we, we've got chaos and Chrome Chrome. They seem to be leveling out a little bit. So you're thinking to yourself, okay, like here come the chaos. Like they have to get themselves rolling heading yeah. into the playoffs. They're coming against a Chrome team that, um, you know, they had a hot start to the season, but might be falling off a bit. And then this game was just, it was back and forth for a while, back and forth for a while. Josh Byrne had a, a couple sick goals. Um, and then all of a sudden the fourth quarter rolled around and it's just like, I don't know if they just gave up. 
they ran out of gas. I don't know what happened, but then, you know, it was nine, nine. And then all of a sudden, boom, 13, nine win for the Chrome. Um, so I don't know. I was expecting a little bit more for the chaos, but I still think that they're in a perfectly fine position heading into the playoffs because it does not matter how high Lyle Thompson jumps. It does not matter how far Lyle Thompson runs. The cannons are going to find ways to lose games and to waste one of the best years that we'll see in this league because Lyle Thompson has easily been the best player in the league uh, and just no one else around him can get shit going. Yes, I don't agree with best player in the league. I think that he's obviously one of the best players in the world. I just, I won't, I won't go like that, but I will say something, Jordy, that you might like. So there's, I have, I have two thoughts what going into the end of the year. Remember week one when the chaos were like pulling Blaze from the cage and they gave up some easy goals and we were talking about towards the end of the year that could come down to like the making or m- making or missing the playoffs. There's a four goal differential. I mean, it's not very tight right now, but that could end up being something to look out for. Um, I, I'm going to have to go back to the game, especially if that is the uh, factor. But one of your favorite players was just released by the chaos to the player pool. Do you know who I'm talking about? And and you know what? I'm happy for the guy. So Dehoga deserves well, a chance. Oh, oh. You, you, it's not clicking with you. What team could you see him signing with? Who does Lyle Thompson need? Right, but... Do you put him on the? I, I mean, you have to do something if you're the cannons. You want, then you want to get to Hoka? I, I mean, I would get to Hoka because you need to do anything. I, I would just have to figure out because I mean, they're both righties. Well, you could also you could just put to Hoka like X, yeah, or I would just run to Hoka out of the box, yeah. I mean, just get him on the fucking field, yeah, just get him, him on the something. field because uh. If the cannons, because this is my last sort of thing, if the cannons, you don't, also, I hope people realize that if the cannons do, like, they're like, oh, maybe tank at the first round pick. No, 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 no. That goes straight to the Atlas, and the Atlas should come even better. Oh, my God. I can't. The Atlas will, could get the number one pick next year. And it's I like cannot, a very I cannot believe how bad the cannons have been at trades this early on. I mean, it's not early on into their existence, because, like, technically they are a legacy team. But early on in their PLL existence, it does not get much worse than that. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, if, if you're a Cannons fan, and I don't know why you would be, like, all right, so maybe you're just like a huge Lyle Thompson guy, or like maybe you like you. just bought. No, don't even. You I... are a Cannons fan. No, I'm not a Cannons fan. I was a Cannons believer. I was, I was, I was thinking that the cannon was functional. I was thinking that we were going to be launching off. Um, I was, I was never a cannons fan. I just didn't think that they were going to suck this hard. You motherfucker. Am I a Water Dogs fan? You are a Water Dogs fan. You wear Water Dogs hats on the podcast. <laughs> That's because they give us, they sling us the merch. But yeah, I, I please let me see I the bank that. statement. I know you bought that. All right, I'm wearing my Water Dog shorts right now. Oh, that was a little too much thigh, but that's my water dog shorts. You got a good tan going. Yeah, it's not bad. Someone's been at the beach. Speaking of, real quick, I I will say, listen, I don't want to complain about this too much because I know in the back of my head, so speaking of someone's been at the beach, in the back of my head, like I understand this is a tough thing that the PLL has to do as far as scheduling goes, like getting four games going at the same stadium, uh, over the course of one weekend, but I really, I'm not a huge fan of these games in the middle of the day on a Saturday in the summer, right? Like, do you, do you really, the sun's out, the water's blue, sand is white. Like I, I it's not, not really the mental it's, health. Yeah. It's not, it's not really that blue at the Jersey shore and the sand's not really that white at the Jersey shore, yeah, but in my head, it, yeah. but in my, <laughs> the water's green, the sand is rocky. And I like, but I mean, these, these Saturday, these two o'clock games, we got to get rid of them. Got, we got to do something. We got to talk to the schedulers for next year because I just can't be stuck inside on a Saturday in the summer watching. uh, So, I mean, what, what, what was, what was the two o'clock game this, this past week? Um, I mean, either way, just, just can't have put it on at dinner time, right? Like everyone's going to be, 
somewhere around a TV. I, don't, I, don't, I can't imagine that there are many families who eat around a dinner table anymore. The, the nucleus family is, is a long gone thing. Uh, yeah. So give us, give us some dinner time games on Saturday. Stop putting them on in the middle of the day. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I mean, I I've said it once. I'll say it again. I'll say it three more times. I mean, I, I so I talked about the Monday night lacrosse games, and I don't want to get into it too much again. But I thought logistically, like, oh, it doesn't make sense because of work and everything. But then I was thinking, these people, if they play on Saturdays, they take off Thursday to practice, anyways. So really, you're taking off what? You a Monday game? You come Saturday, Sunday, Monday of the game, leave either Tuesday morning or Monday night after. That's not doesn't seem as hard as it should be like, do they have like a Monday night baseball thing or something that we're missing out on? I don't, I don't know. Isn't isn't Sunday. Yeah. Sunday's the big night for baseball. Monday night. MNL. M and the PLL on Monday nights. They should start paying me. Like I should just get on that. That's just getting their (laughs) payroll. Just like, you know, PLL on Monday nights, uh, a revolutionary. And we have a Carrie Underwood. We have Carrie Underwood singing. It's like, no, 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 no. We can't do Carrie Underwood, though. We we would have to find a way to differentiate it somehow. We could have. All right. So who's who who do we think is big in the lacrosse world? Oh, we could get. Yeah. I mean, we're we're doing their job for them. Uh, Who's the guy from Wu-Tang Clan? Uh, Well, yeah, he's already done one. But. we we are missing someone that was lacrosse. It wasn't like a lacrosse rapper. There was a like Mike Posner. Oh, dude! Now who who should be getting paid here? Let's get Conbro Chill to make the Monday Night Lacrosse theme song. I also I'm looking up like lacrosse rapper right now, and I just found out that Jay Z called lacrosse a soft sport, and I'm a little hurt and distracted by the whole thing. But I, 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 I would like to see Jay Z play against my JV team. Um, yeah, how about you focus to... on the Nets? Focus on the Nets. Joe Sy's buying you, Jay Z. You fucking bum. Joe Sy, big lax guy. Also, Joe Sy, if you're listening to the podcast right now, just send Kevin Durant to the Sixers as a treat. Um, all right, yeah. So we'll get we'll get Combro chill in the line. Actually, I think I saw Combro chill um, hanging out at Lake Placid the other week. I, I think I saw him pop up in a couple Instagram stories. So he's still oh, yeah. uh, it, still in the lacrosse world somewhere. So we can get that going. Oh, uh, speaking of uh, Lake Placid too, I I should we we took off last week, so I didn't get a chance to say it then. But a quick shout out to GMH for winning their third straight Lake Placid championship. Uh, the boys are, I mean. It was an absolute embarrassment of riches, the the roster that they brought to Lake Placid this year. You want to talk like basically everyone from that Maryland team, minus Wisnowskis, all the Philly guys, um, just a, a ridiculous roster that GMH brought to Lake Placid this year. So three straight champs. All I I mean, you know, all I have to say is uh GMH, you're lucky that I didn't play. Uh you're lucky that Billy Football didn't play. You know, you're you're lucky that the Barstool team didn't get didn't get together and decide to go up to Lake Placid. We had Does a the Barstool team win for soldiers. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, no, yeah, we man. were like, no, no, no. I will say this. I don't know if I said it. Did we talk about shoot up for soldiers? We we have something. Like we have like I'm saying like we couldn't feel the team strictly of Barstool people, but like you know, word gets out a little bit. Like we had Ryan Keenan on our team who was uh like played at Penn State who was good, like. I mean, I scored lefty quick stick with a long pole again. I would not, not want the credit for that. That's why I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, just something casual. Lefty, yeah, just a quick lefty finish with a long pole right on the crease. Like, not, not a big deal. Toe drag of the century. But again, we want to talk about that. Um, yeah, but we, we legit have something. I think that if you saw our team, you'd be a little bit surprised. Like, even if we did, like, a sixes format tournament, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to brainstorm some ideas, but a sixes tournament or something of that effect, like, during a PLL weekend, woo, woo, we could win the whole fucking thing. Didn't didn't they have something like that at the uh, at the championship last year? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 They did. They did. They did. It's not happening again. It doesn't seem like maybe they didn't get enough teams. Nah, maybe they just didn't want to bring that many people to Philly. Um, 
crime, crime rates going we up. Couldn't, we, we couldn't bring that many people to Philly just to get their hearts broken either. Like, just imagine losing just to a bunch of bums that podcast for a living. Not for a living, but. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, top 100 pot lacrosse podcasts on the planet. So you tell me. Um, you know, all right. So obviously, you know, we're, ju- we're jumping around here a bit. Uh, before we get into this week's slate of games uh, on the Barstool Sportsbook app, uh, there is one one quick video that I want to talk about. And Dukes, I don't know if you had the chance to watch this or not. Um, just cause I'm, I'm bringing it up on the fly here. We didn't do too much, uh, research or, uh, planning before the episode, but the PLL, they put out a video. It was either earlier today, uh, on, on Thursday, or maybe it might've been like w- late on Wednesday. Uh, but a mic'd up Maddie Palum. Did you get a chance to see this video at all? Jordy? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Go on. So I, I want to say real quick, I'm, I'm long on Maddie Palum. Very high on Matty Palum. I think that he is uh, he is what every single ref should aspire to be. Um, I mean, he's he's a guy, he'll fuck around with the players, he'll give it back to the players, he'll give it back to the coaches, but like at no point does he seem to really like take shit part. Like he knows that that the boys are gonna be on him all night. Like he knows that everyone's gonna be bitching about calls, but he doesn't take it personally. And and he'll he'll give it right back to them. He'll talk to them, have a nice little discussion about why he like. I thought that that was that might have been the most influential video that the PLL could have ever put out. If you get that into the hands of like youth lacrosse refs all over the place, because so, right now, refs right now in this day and age are so goddamn sensitive. They take everything you say, like you, you don't, you disagree with the call and, and and you get in their ear about it. Guess what? You're not getting, like you're not getting a conversation for like another week. Go ahead on your take. No, I, so I was looking at, I had to do my research to see my, my takes. June 18th, 2022, Jordy, I tweeted out petition to make Matt Palom the face of the PLL. I love that guy. Like, he, you nailed it right on the head. The way that he's able to interact with players, inform the audience of why he made a call and everything. Like, it, it's it's crazy that, the, in my opinion, the two faces of the PLL don't even play. RJ and Matt Palin. Like, like feed me, like, give me a Matt Palin highlight tape every single weekend. Like, being at the games... Like the best experience about going to a PLL game and being on the field for me was being so close to 44. And that's Matt Palum. Um, like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, fours get get fours a jersey. Like, I'm I'm getting a yellow 44 like, jersey. Dude, I would put it put it in the PLL store. Yeah, like I don't like I'm gonna be like the Rob Lowe, like like just like the PLL hat, and then just with a like, Matt Palum jersey. They're gonna be like, "Are you refing this game?" I'm like, no, here to cheer, here to cheer on my guy, <laughs> Matty P. He he's he's quite literally. I think one of the best, I'd say one of the best characters in the league and the way that he like interacts with RJ, like doesn't give RJ like a hard time about being a camera in the face and all that. Like this seems like a genuine good dude. And I think he really like in that highlight tape, like broke, broke down why I think players, players, like I think respect the shit out of him. I'd love to, I'd love to hear what the players have to say. I'd love, love to hear what players have to say if it's negative, because we'll just both fight. Like we'll just fight you. Oh yeah, I, I, I will. I will go to. I I, I ride. I ride for Matty Palum. Yeah, I mean, I feel like any ref who's able to, again, like give you like a, a breakdown of of what he saw, and every once in a while, like he'll he'll say like, oh yeah, like I, I I didn't see that, you know, like any any ref who can like admit to that, I think is is great in my book, and instead of the guys who just like think like you say anything that questions their ability to ref and they just curl up and they're like, fuck you. Like I'm never giving you a call again. And I I think that lacrosse fans, we need to cherish this time that we have right now, because I feel like every other sport, like you only know a ref's name or like an umpire's name or an official's name. Like if that dude sucks at his job, or if he's like, if that dude is like a liability, right? So like, what? Like baseball has like Angel Hernandez, um, right? That that's that's the the ump who sucks. Um, I don't know, like like who like NBA guys, um, 
the hell's his name? Foster. Uh, yeah, like Scott Foster. Scott, Scott Foster. Like yeah, uh, TV Teddy. Um, I mean, like yeah, there's there's refs like all over the country. I know even for college basketball, they have their uh, their refs, and like I know like each conference has their refs that they're like, oh, like once you get to the tournament time, they're like, oh, you, you haven't had him it's, yet. It's so, it's like, usually if you if Teddy you Valentine. know if you know their name, it's because yeah, like, great call. You hate you hate them. But like now we like lacrosse fans, we have Matt Palum. He's a name, and it's because he's sick at his job. So, uh, yeah, just a, a. I mean, we talk about the boys week in and week out. Feel like Matt Palum deserved deserved a little bit of shine on on this week's episode. Um, we should have a Matt Palum segment every single week. All right, his his his, his gas, best call his best call of the week will gas him up for it. Just, just gas up Matt Palin for five minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's out this week. Oh, he's probably just tearing up the dance floor in the shore. <laughs> uh would love to see him out there. You know that he gets after it. Um, well, he is going to have his hands full this weekend, and it gets started tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern at Zion Stadium, Zion's Bank Stadium. And we've got the Atlas and the Whip Snakes. Uh, if you head over to the Barstool Sportsbook, we've got right now on the on the spread, Whip Snakes minus one and a half at plus 120, uh, Atlas plus one and a half at minus 155. On the money line, we've got the Whip Snakes at minus 127, Atlas at plus 100, over under at 23 and a half, and Dukes, Tell you what, doing it pretty early right now. I'm calling this at this moment. We are recording this. It is Thursday night, 7.15 p.m. I'm officially declaring this a must-win game for the Atlas. Wow. Now, not a, not, not a must-win in the sense of, like, obviously their season's still going to go on if they lose this. They're still in the playoffs, yada, yada, yada. But the Atlas are still yet to beat the Whip Snakes in the history of the league. You ever see the movie uh, Never Back Down? Great, great little flick. Uh, it's about like a bunch of high schoolers doing MMA. Uh, Amber Heard's in it. No, no, no. Was this made like in the 21st century? Uh, yeah, it was like 2008. Ew, no, no, I'm kidding. That's, that, that's definitely <laughs> my time. That's definitely well, my time. Last time. Oh, dude, this is a movie that you would love. Like, right, it's I just like, it. it's ridiculous. But in the movie, they say this this would have landed a whole lot better if you had seen the movie. But if you want to be the best, you got to take out the best. And if I like if the Atlas ever want to be considered a true contender in this league, you have to take down the whip snakes and you have to get it done before Ooh. you face them in the playoffs. So that is why this is my Jordy's must win game for the Atlas. Well, here, I'm going to spin this back in your face really quick. So I, I kind of like not the season altering, not a season altering, like must win, franchise altering. Like you, the franchise might be like cursed forever if they don't beat the Whip Snakes this time. It, yeah. it really could define their franchise. Okay, so you're taking it even a step further. I was talking about for this season, but you want to take it a step further. Because I know exactly what's going to fucking happen this season. I think I know exactly how the season's going to play out. Who's going to be the one seed? The Whip Snakes. Who's going to be the seven seed? The Chaos. First round. Oh, well, Whip Snakes get the bye. Whip Snakes get the bye. Whip Snakes get the bye. Right. So I'd have to redo the math. But in my head, it really played out like, oh, fuck. That would have been sick. All right. So screw it. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Again, Whip Snakes win games. They don't cover games. Is Trevor Baptiste going to be back? I don't know. Oh, he's he's back. Back? Back that, Yeah. Completely? Was back, he back, back last week? Yeah, scoring goals back. Okay, yeah. So I don't like – so I was basically – just for the listeners out there, I was out last week, had to go to some funerals, some wakes, some sad stuff, but no, didn't really know what was going on in the lacrosse world, didn't really give it any thought. So we're back. Uh, but, yeah, it's good to hear that Trevor's back, going, going back to slinging goals. Um, so with that, with that said, I think I got to take Atlas plus one and a half in a do-or-die game, in a game where – Trevor is going to, I'll say, feast on Nardella. All right, I do love that. Yeah, I'm. I'm also not sold on the fact that the Atlas get it done, so I wouldn't go crazy with money line. Um, but yeah, I, I do think enough to keep it close. But again, like this is a game. One, the Whip Snakes just love owning the Atlas. Like this is definitely something that. 
they yeah. thrive on like because again there, there aren't many like established rivalries in i still can't say that word there aren't many established rivalries uh in the pll this is one of the only ones that there are uh and the fact that you know the whip snakes have just been spanking the atlas for the past four years now like i think that they cherish that they thrive in that um they love to just own the atlas and the fact that they can now clinch up the one seed in the playoffs by beating the Atlas. Like, I think that this is a game where, um, you know, they're going to go into this one with, you know, the, the I mean, the, the ears are going to be pinned back. Um, also a stadium that they've had plenty of success in before one at one, a championship in Zion bank stadium. So the whip yeah, snakes are going to feel pretty comfortable there. They're playing against a team that, um, you know, has never been able to beat them. So I still think, you know, you're not going to get a ton of value with snakes money line. Um, you're also not going to get a ton of value with Atlas plus one and a half. But I, again, like I kind of think that that's where it's going to be. So not really a great value night for you. Um, but if we're just talking about how we think that game's going to play out, it'll be a close one. Realistically, I'm hoping for an Atlas win, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah, you know, that's the hardest part about betting on these games is because half the time I can't tell if I'm if I use bias. Like, I can't tell if I'm using bias. Like, I just want the Atlas to win. I also like the whip. I don't hate the whips. I don't hate the whip stakes. Is that weird? They look for like how good they are. I, 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 yeah, I don't hate them. I'm, I'm maybe like sick of them. Yeah, sick of them. I'm like, man, I'm just like whatever of them at this point because it's just like they do win all the time. It's not like they're. Like they're not like an evil empire. Like, uh, they're getting there though. They see if this was they're not the Patriots, but they they are the Patriots. Yes. Like they got like like Stagnetta like kind of put plays that like Belichick role, being like, you know, like oh like I don't like old school. Like he wasn't using his laptop at the draft. He's using like a yellow pad. Um, yeah. just like he's so he's so <laughs> classic old school. And then you got like just like a stacked up and down roster. Yeah, I mean the whipsticks for how good they are. I, I I don't really hate them at all. Really, I think that they're like the most hateable. I, mean, I think the most likable, good team maybe ever. Um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna root for the Atlas in this one just for chaos and everything. Yeah, um, yeah, and then also just the whipsticks are addicted to not covering. So like Atlas plus one and a half is definitely the play. Um, you're just. It's not gonna make you make you rich. Uh, all right, so then we we move on to the uh, to the later game. This is either what is this 1045, one of those games. Uh, yeah, ten forty five p.m. All right, so ten forty. Oh man! All right, so get your coffee. Yeah, grab a couple Red Bulls, make that late night coffee, do whatever you got to do to stay up. But we've got the Redwoods taking on the Atlas. Or whoa, whoa, whoa. Redwoods taking on the Water Dogs. Water Dogs. Uh, yep. So Redwoods coming off of a great win last week against the Cannons. A uh, couple just incredible highlight goals from that game, by the way. Just mm-hmm. uh, Lyle just going crazy in that game. Got a couple vintage Rob Pinnell goals in that game. And then obviously capped off with the crazy uh, Ryder, Ryder Garnsey just button mashing his way through three guys, getting it done on the ground, cross hand. So sick game between the Redwoods uh, and the Cannons. Also, it was a sick game between the Water Dogs and the Atlas. Probably like the best regular season game as far as just two offenses that had themselves clicking. Uh, so both of these teams coming off of great performances in Denver. If you head over to the Barstool Sportsbook, We've got on the spread, the water dogs favored at minus one and a half. That's valued at minus one fifteen. Redwoods at plus one and a half. That's at minus one ten. Uh on the money line, we've got the Aqua Pups minus one sixty-seven. Redwoods at plus one thirty. Over under on this game, 24 and a half. Now, Dukes, I just called yeah. the last game a must win. I'm gonna do something a little crazy here. A little unorthodox, maybe even a little unheard of. Yeah, because I must lose. I'm officially declaring this as of 7:23 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday. I'm declaring this perhaps the first ever must lose game, and it's for the Water Dogs. So 
So we've got a must lose coming up here. The water dogs, they've racked up five straight wins. They're playing hotter than anybody else in the league right now. They're fi- They started off the season. zero and three. They're now sitting pretty at five and three comfortably in the playoffs with two weeks to go. Um, and, and again, last week's performance, just a, a great, Showing all around, you've got Michael Sowers uh, really coming into form here. You've got Kieran McCarl uh, being one of the best players in this league, really having not really like a, I, I call this a renaissance year. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a breakout year for sure. I, I'd call it a renaissance year for Kieran McCardle, really cementing himself as one of the best players in this league. Uh, I mean, he currently has what he's, I think he might be tied for second in points. I think he might be leading the league in assist. Um, couple unbelievable looks from Kieran McCardle, and then obviously a great goal uh, from Jack Hanna to close it up in overtime. The Water Dogs are playing so well right now. What I'm worried about is that they're peaking at the wrong time. Five straight wins. You don't want to be the team that goes into the playoffs on a seven game winning streak, right? Like you don't want to be the team that has all the momentum going their way. You go into the playoffs and then all of a sudden you have everything to lose because you're the hottest team going into the playoffs. You also don't want to go into the playoffs right off of a lot, right? So like if they want to end the streak, like you don't want to lose the last game of the season and then go into the playoffs because then you're going in there on a bad note. You lose this week. You win next week. Now you're only on a one. You've only won your last game heading into the playoffs. Okay. Did, did, did you follow that? It was a roundabout yes. way to get there, but that's why this is my, my can't lose game of the century for the water dogs. Don't go into the playoffs too hot. Don't peak right now. So I have such bad ADD that like the only thing I'm like thinking was like, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? What was I going to say? It is that in every single league, Every other league, I'd agree with you. Like in in hockey, it, I, I hate going into the playoffs with winning streaks. You have a target on your back. I think that it does not matter as much in the PLL, given how competitive and close these teams are together. That like really, it, you could flip the coin any week, and, and like I'd love to see if you ran like a simulation of this league, like you know you run it like a thousand times. I'd love to see how the standings worked each other out like every single time. Cause I think I'm that sure like, the Joe Keegs has done that like 400 <laughs> times. So like, can check I'd, out love one of his. I'd love to see like in a different parallel universe or a different outcome. Like the cannons can be a one seed. Like that's how crazy I think this thing like close to this league is probably not. That's a little too far. But, that might, that might be a little too far, but again, like you look at like the Redwoods, the Redwoods only yeah. have a, a minus 11 goal differential in across eight games. Like they could easily, a couple of those flip the other way. They could be up there. Yeah. And like, so I don't know. I uh, I think that I've I've said it. I think that the Water Dogs are the best team in the league. I think they're the most complete team. I know that's like just like bleeding your ears out right now, but I'm gonna say it again. The Water Dogs are the most complete, best team in the league. I would find it hard to disagree with you right now, um, given how well they've been playing. Um, I mean, Dylan Ward last week was 17 saves on the day. Um, they're still going to probably need, I, I would say they're just not complete. They're not terrible at the face off strike, but like, that's like, that would be like their one weakness. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Who was so last week again, last week I was out. So, so, so two, two went 10 for 28. Um, not obviously terrible, but like not terrible against like Baptiste. Yeah, but yeah. not, not great. Um, but I mean, li- I like, I'm also big on, on the Redwoods right now. I think, uh, you know, I, I think we're seeing, uh, Charlie Bertrand really, um, yes, re- really just kind of, uh, you know, present himself to the league. Uh, he's had a couple big weeks here, uh, with a couple crazy goals. I think, you know, with, you you look at that offense at the beginning of the year and you're thinking, okay, like we've got Ryder and we've got RP three, like kind of need like that third guy. And maybe it's going to be Jules or maybe it's going to be miles. Um, I think that Charlie Bertrand's really stepped up into that role the past couple weeks. And like, he's just a fucking massive body who like good luck stopping him. So um, massive body moves really smooth. Uh, can finish from pretty much anywhere at, at, at any given moment, whether it's 
you know, with the stick between mm-hmm. his legs or behind his back or in front of him, doesn't really matter. He's going to get the job done. Um, so if you can keep Charlie Bertrand going the way that he's going right now, um, you know, and I think, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that the Redwoods are nearly as complete right now as, as the water dogs. Um, but I do think that they have a really good thing going for them. So it's, it's a, it's a must lose game. Will they listen to me on that? It's, it's a must lose just for the optics of it heading yeah. into the playoffs for motivation factor for the other team that they might face. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't like hate that take. I think that if you're going to mark a must lose, that's, that's a fine place to put it. I also think going back to Charlie Bertrand, I saw him in person for the first time in Fairfield. Holy man, is he, he, is he big, way bigger than I was expecting. Yeah. Just thick. thick. I think he could beat me up. Uh, I wouldn't sell yourself too short. Yeah, get enough variable blockers in you. Let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so in, in this game, I'm just going to go with, uh, again, th- this is one where it might not be like the smartest pick ever, but it's, I don't know. I, I, I like I like Redwood's money line plus 130. I think that they're playing really well. And I do think, all jokes aside, like the Water Dogs do have to drop one eventually. Um I don't know. Like you would think that the whip snakes would too, and they just don't, but like they, they do something has to, this run has to come to an end at some point. Um, so I'm just going to bank on it being this week. So I, I like Redwoods plus plus one thirty on the money line. Okay. Yeah. And also just like, it would be very Redwoods for them to win this game. Maybe like, Oh, could they go on a run? Oh, look mm-hmm. at the Redwoods, all this talent going in with momentum to the playoffs. Exactly. Um, you got any more picks on this one? On the Redwoods game? I mean, yeah, screw it. I'll take the under. Yeah. After we ball. Uh, big night for, for Dylan Ward. Uh, all right. So that brings us into the Saturday slate of games. Uh, these games are going to be, so we've got 12 PM Eastern, correct. Uh, on the first game on Saturday, all these games are on ESPN plus, by the way, um, at least according to the PLL website, this is 12 PM Eastern. Uh, so we've got the chaos taking on the archers over on the Barstool Sportsbook. We've got on the spread archers minus one and a half uh, chaos plus one and a half. That's at minus 121 on the money line. We've got archers minus 175 chaos plus 135 over under on this one is at 24 and a half. And here's something that I, uh, I, 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 I always know as soon as the weekend starts, but I feel like I always forget to mention before we record these is you do have to look at where these games are being played. And, you know, I I think that you brought up a good point about Bubba Fairman being a a Utah guy earlier. Like the, obviously there aren't home games because all these teams play at the same cities every week, but there are, there is a little bit of home cooking factor that goes into some of these games. We saw it. We saw it in the Connecticut week with Connor Kelly scoring an overtime winner. We saw it with, with gutty getting an over, getting a a huge week uh, on on long Island. Um, We saw it just this past weekend with uh, Jack Hanna scoring an overtime game winner in Denver where he played college ball. So, like there, there is some home cooking that goes involved here. And when I'm looking at a team, looking at these rosters, okay, who has some Utah uh, ties? Who has the most Utah experience? It's the Archers with Will Manny, Marcus Holman, and I'll actually I'll be interested if Adam Gettleman is playing in this game. I know that. Uh, shout out to recurring guest of the, on the podcast, uh, Brett Dobson, for making his PLL debut last week in uh, in. Instead of Gettleman, we'll see. I don't think that he was injured either. Not not quite sure what happened. I but saw either- that. I saw that on Twitter. Um, I kind of was hoping that I didn't know if, like if he was. I didn't check really the rosters, so I wasn't sure if he's on it or if he just was on it for. Like, you know, I I didn't know if he was like playing or anything, but. Maybe maybe he just doesn't have the juice right now. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe that. Brett's make- also good. Yeah, maybe they're oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. we're gonna clinch the playoffs anyways. Really, like let's just give the r- rookie some burn. Yeah, I mean he had 14 saves on the day. Um, you know, per- pretty uh, pretty solid performance out of him in in his debut. Uh, but yeah, so either way, Will Manny, Marcus Holman, big Utah guys. Uh, so that is just naturally going to tell me 
that these guys are going to have the edge uh, in this game. So chaos, maybe back against the wall a little bit. We'll see. Um, I'll tell you what, it, it is going to be. They're going to have more to lose in this game because of the fact that they're playing before the cannons. So they won't get a chance to see what the cannons have done. So like in theory, like they need to win this game. Um, but I, I think again, like we, you just see it too many time and time again, uh, where someone either from the town that they're playing in or who played college ball in the town that they're playing in, or has some sort of tie with where they're playing just steps up and has huge games. The fact that, you know, the archers have two of these guys here with, with, uh, Holman and, and Manny just leads me to believe that the archers are going to have a ton of juice in this one. Um, you know, especially with coming off of a loss, uh, last week. So they're going to be, you know, a little bit hungry. So I love archers minus one and a half in this game. Yeah. Um, I disagree. So I'm going back a couple years ago, Jordy, you might remember this thing called the bubble, the PLL bubble, some might say. And there was this little team that was on a little bit of a dry spell. They couldn't catch enough W's and their name was the PLL chaos. Actually it was, it was called PLL Island. PLL Island. Got the book right here. Who wrote that book? Was it Joe? It was Joe. What a show off that he can read and write. What a showboat. But look, the chaos, when they needed some wins the most, where do they have to go? The PLL Island. Zion's Bank Stadium. So I'm expecting, you know, Dane Smith, Josh Byrne, Blaze. You know, last time they played there, Blaze got a little disrespected. Some, uh, uh, what was his name? A philosopher once told Blaze, uh, take yourself out, Blaze. Um, Blaze, you're seeing ghosts. You know, someone was just chirping him like that. I forget the name of the guy. But yeah, I think that I, I do expect a big, big weekend out of the uh chaos. Seriously. Okay. So what what uh what are you liking? I feel like this money is line. a gun. Oh, moneyline for sure. Or Chalice money line. So okay, especially so this... especially if the if the rookies in cage, Brett Dobson's in cage. You know, I think that there's like Canadian shooting on Canadians. So I think that like that definitely co- goes into factor. I think that there, I'm not going to put it behind the the older Canadians to just like give it lightly to, to Brett. I think they're going to be chirping each other a little bit. Okay, we did see. Uh, by the way, uh, just pr- not not a sickle as far as Jeff Teat standards are are concerned, but uh, Jeff Teat just like unleashing one, like just a casual one from like 13 um, on Dylan Ward last week made me just think like. Like he he has to love scoring on Dylan Ward. Oh yeah, are just, you kidding me? Yeah, just a, it, a te- just Team Canada on Team Canada crime. Just yeah. a nice little. Oh, sorry about that, eh? Um, okay, got you yes. there, eh? Got you ducking, eh? <laughs> now I wonder if the archers, because Adam Gettleman does have experience playing out against a lot of these guys in the world sixes. Maybe you put Brett Dobson in cage and then you throw Gettleman out there at, at D men um, to get torched again. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I actually, I didn't really think about that with the, with the Canadian factor. You take it back. Come on, come on my side. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> You're an archers fan. I'll say that you are an archers fan. I I have a soft spot in my heart for the archers and yeah, I fall for it. Yeah. 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 You have I, a soft I, spot for pussies. I fall for it time and time again, and I'm ready to get hurt again. So uh <laughs> archers, archers minus one and a half. Um, I do also love the over in this one. So I'll, I'll ride that with you. Yeah. Yeah. Right, o- right, o- yeah. Over over would be my my bigger play in this one. And then Archers minus one and a half. Uh, and then that brings us into the final game of the weekend. Saturday, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. We've got the Cannons sitting at one and seven, dead last in the league, desperate for a win. Lyle Thompson's been trying to do everything he possibly can to will this team to victory, but they still cannot get it done. And they'll be taking on the Chrome and Chrome are coming fresh off of their win against the Chaos last week. A uh, couple big goals out of Brendan Nickturn, a couple real nice moves out of Dylan Malloy. Uh, so Chrome, a lot of really great defense out of JT Giles Harris, uh, a, a GMN, GMH Lake Placid alum. Uh, so 
Chrome certainly looked the part last week, especially in that fourth quarter. Uh, if you head on over to the Barstool Sportsbook, we've got Chrome favored at minus two and a half on the spread. That's at plus 115 value. Uh, Cannon's at plus two and a half at minus 148. On the money line, Chrome big time minus 225. Cannon's at plus 170. Over under on this one set at 23 and a half. Uh, this one right here, just a, another crease dipole between the Chrome and the cannons. Uh, although I've, I've already put up the white flag on this one. I've, I've surrendered, but Dukes okay. con- considering that this is, this is a, a nice time for you to have. Oh. A yeah. You know, it's a nice, nice victory lap here. You know, some teams are playing for like the one or two seed. Others are just barely breathing. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I think I, I honestly kind of liked. To be honest, I liked Cannons plus two and a half, but uh, it goes against everything I believe in. So I'm gonna have to take Chrome minus two and a half for the ego. Um, I, I do like under twenty three and a half. Okay. Um. All right. I'll yeah. I'll... You know what? No, I'm I'm gonna just completely tail you on this one. Or completely fade you on this one. Um, yeah, we. I'm. I'm going cannons plus two and a half, and in order for that to happen, I think that the over will have to hit. Um, so I think. Okay, so cannons keep this one tight. Maybe a one goal game. That means that the Chrome they're going to get. Yeah. So I. I like a nice thirteen to twelve final in this game. So right. cannons so to over. keep it tight and the over. All right. That's talking lats uh, in Utah. That is talking lax in Utah. Uh, any, anything else going on? Um, um, I saw uh, fate, fate of the Sport is going to be on ESPN Plus. So when that comes out, you get to tell everybody that you saw it before them. Well, here's the cool thing is I got invited to a film festival, right? Which is very- <laughs> <laughs> Billy was entertaining clients. Ended up getting suspended from part of my take that night. The rest is history. Uh, speaking of Billy, it, it, are we are we going to get him on for the playoffs or what? Yeah. So here's the thing, is that Billy. Here's what Billy does. Billy, when he got suspended, he was all over. He's like, oh, we got to do lacrosse. We got to do more lacrosse content. And I, I won't lie, I've been like texting him about it, but I kind of felt like maybe he just like wasn't really. He, he's a busy guy. He's got like grit week this week. He's always got like a busy ever turning schedule. And I was like, look, like don't don't really worry about it. Kind of do it when you want to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll try to get him back for playoffs. I mean, if the water dogs go on a run, we're going to have to. He, th- he thinks they suck. I mean, if the water dogs play the Redwoods, I mean, I, I got a live stream with him, I think. Yeah. Are the Redwoods back? Uh, according to, the- I- I'll just speak for Billy. Redwoods are back. Redwoods are back. Uh, yeah. And then, okay. So biggest, yeah, I guess big news would have been the Tahoka release. I don't think that there's really much of anything else. I mean, I'll check PLL transactions really quick. Um, I mean, I know that NLL got a new commissioner from like NASCAR or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Former Brown guy, I believe. Um, pretty sure he was a Brown guy. Yeah. Um, so I'm, Pat, so I'm sure Pat Aslanian and Alex Smith got traded. So Pat Aslanian okay. is uh, to the cannons, Alex Smith to the chrome. The the world's U twenty one tournament is going on right now in Ireland. Uh, yeah, I, I caught. Yeah, did you watch the game? Uh, I watched the um, I watched the USA Canada game. Yeah. Um, I, I I didn't watch USA versus England. I wasn't going to watch you know a twenty one to four drubbing, even though I did watch the PLL All Star game. Um, but yeah, I mean USA Canada was great. It's like there's no shot clock, so it, it like high school across. Yeah, it's it's a little bit, but like there was like one point where like Brennan O'Neill kind of ran himself into trouble, but like he's just so big that like you can't take the ball away from him. So then he kind of like ran himself out of trouble. Then they just kept moving the ball. And it was like a little bit boring to watch for a while. Um, You know, it was like it was like three to one, like pretty deep into the second quarter. And I was like, all right, like this is getting boring. And then all of a sudden um, it picked up from there. So a couple couple sick goals from Brennan O'Neill. Um Liam Entenmann, Liam Entenmann was so sick. Good. He was so good. Um, Jordy, I cannot wait like two years from now for, to take the biggest fucking lecture. Uh, I legitimately think he's going to go down as the greatest goaltender of all time. All right. That, I, I have a take. I have a crazy take that like, I, I've been 
fuck it, I'll say it now. You'll remember this in like two years, but I would take that like if you have the number one pick when he's available to go on the draft, you take him. Like he's the best player in that draft. He's a world all generation type goalie, in my opinion. All right. I think that that's a strong take to close out this episode with. So uh, congratulations to whoever has, well, you know what? It'll probably the Atlas will have that first pick because they'll get it from the cannons who traded it to them for God knows what. And then the yeah. cannons will finish last again. Um, and then, yeah, then the Atlas will wind up with Liam Entman. Yeah. I just wonder at what point do the cannons trade Lyle Thompson to the Atlas for a second round pick? <laughs> They got to trade him somewhere. He deserves better. We got to see Lyle Thompson think, in the playoffs. I think force him. Uh, I got to tell you that. I don't know. Maybe we post up. Fuck it. I'll say it right now. I won't say post episode. I'll say it to the people because that's what you guys deserve. At what point do you think that like, you know, I'm not saying like they forced, but like, this is, we're not talking any like WWE shit, but like I'm saying like, at what point do you think they're like, Hey, you know, the best player hey, in the world. It's is better for the, well, cause like this, that's basically, it's like what the NHL did with Wayne Gretzky. It's like, listen, it's, it's better for everybody. If you trade Wayne Gretzky to the LA Kings, cause then we can grow the game out there and move the biggest superstar. It's, it's not a, Hey, get rid of them, but it's a, Hey, this would be a think good, about what you could get this, this. Yeah. Think about what you could get. And then Sean Quirk's like, Oh, maybe like a third round pick in the expansion. Draft. <laughs> um, but that's all I no, it, it, it would be it would be so much better for lacrosse fans everywhere if we got to watch more Lyle Thompson. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, uh, make sure that you are following us on social. We are at the crease dive on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure that you are subscribing to the YouTube. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies, hit those subscribes. Uh, leave leave a leave a like and comment too. Who knows? I that yeah. probably that probably helps out for for traction and shit like that. So get crazy, uh, get wild, and in the meantime, we'll be keeping it. It is free, at least for now, and we'll be keeping it low to high until the day we die. We out. I wanna be bad with you, girl, like we're